Good morning, everyone. Thank you for coming here today. Inspire FM is hosting us. My name's Ash. This is this is Mas. That's nice it. To meet you all. Awesome again. Um, again. What episode is this? Fourth this is episode. episode four, man. We're episode one, four, one, one month, month in. in. Woo. All right. So thank you for Inspire FM. Uh, for hosting us we will definitely link their number and their emails down below in the description um follow us on social media uh, instagram inspire fm luton on instagram inspire fm please make sure to subscribe mm. you know because we love you and you love us well also, that's we've got our new email address. oh yes email address and massim's gonna just hit uh, that up i'm gonna plug that in i believe it's called you me and a cup of tea at inspirefmluton.gov.uk that's it or something like that's that. exactly it so but we'll definitely put that in the description yeah. um so we have is there anything i'm missing yeah um no yeah yeah no so no, yeah no. no i mean no we're good we're, we're good. good all right cool awesome yeah so actually i'm oh I'm going to introduce you to our desk. We have our guest over here. So his name is... Dude, would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Risky. Okay, awesome. This is Risky, and we'll definitely get back to Risky in a bit. And he's going to you know, elaborate on how much of a beautiful human being he is, because me and Massim feel that very strongly. Um, so, Massim. All right, let's get what started. Do you, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, do you want to say something interesting? Oh. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah, so oh, something yeah, about, yeah. Something something about interesting about us, yeah. So uh, yesterday we met <coughs> quite uh, an interesting fellow called uh, Morsel. Actually, I don't know if you can say his name because like he's a spy, but he's a Turkish. You've already bloody said his tr- name already. He's a Turkish spy for the government, yeah. And he's uh, he takes f- photos in his uh, spare time, which is quite beautiful. And we saw this tree in Wardown Park where it was like really red at the top, and it went on a really nice gradient to yellow at the bottom, and it was just something really beautiful. So we saw him taking some pictures, and we uh, approached him because we're like social rejects, and we just do that anyway. So uh, we had a conversation with him, and he loves to... Uh, maybe you. Maybe me. Maybe just me. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Carry on. Um, so then we um, asked him about why he takes the photos, and it's just like he just feels so overcome or so overwhelmed by nature that he has to take pictures of them. And I found that really beautiful because a lot of the um, nature, we, like a lot of nature we see is just so eye-catching and breathtaking that taking a picture of it is like capturing that one moment numinous feeling isn't in it? space yeah yeah i actually met an individual so there was this homeless person i'm not going to name name him um i met him what three months ago originally and he asked for a pound or he asked for, actually asked for 5p originally i just gave him a pound instead um and then three months down the line so yesterday i actually met him while i was coming back from inspire and he was asking for 40p this time and I sat him down and said, yo, I haven't seen you in a long time. Like, how, how's it going? He said, yeah, man, I need 40p for my electricity. And I said to him, all right, cool. I gave him a pound. I'm like, do you remember me? He's just like, yeah, I do re- remember you. You're the one who gave me a pound during that time. And he actually remembered, which was pretty nice of him. And, you know, his life has actually improved dramatically. Like, he's gotten a, he's gotten a job since then. And he's also found some housing. So, you know what? Not all homeless people are out there to, uh, to do drugs. Yeah, man. Some are genuinely trying their best to get out of there. So I feel like that's changed that stereotype. Oh. And that 95p extra you gave him, man, that must have taken him a long way. Uh, probably. I don't know. He needed electricity. Like, it didn't bother me. It's lit. It's yeah, good. It's calm. All right. Let's go to... Let's... Boom. It wasn't a tangent. No, it wasn't. Yeah. But no, but... All right. Yeah. And finally, this is the word of the... Or the phrase of the oh, day. Oh, yes. Variety is the spice of life. Inspire yeah. FM. I hope um, you guys can see that. Inspire FM isn't the... Fr- okay. Yeah. Whatever. Inspire FM. Inspire FM. And that is our quote. This is the, the, this quote, is the, quote, of the day. quote of the day. Quote of the week. Because we only do this weekly. Yes. But um, variety is the spice of life. We chose that because it's quite linked to what we're going to be talking about today, 
which is uh, you know uh, discrimination, prejudice, and I feel like what we need to understand is having a diverse range of opinions, diverse range of backgrounds, diverse range of cultures, and actually diverse. What this benefits us with yeah, is um, actually diverse, not just like that's a diverse range of cans you have there, you yeah. know, because the word diverse is thrown out without any context because apparently it's just a positive word for some reason. Uh, when it's because just, we're different, that makes us better, but not always. Not always. You can have yeah. very different, horrible people. Mm. Yeah. That was really negative, wasn't it? Psychopaths and murderers. Yeah, exactly. Slip. Boom. And the more you know. Um, anyway, let's, well, yeah. let's so what we're trying to say is that having being surrounded by lots of different things and appreciating them, that is what gives your life some spice because that's what makes your life interesting and it keeps you on a ride. So, Unless yeah. you can't handle spice and you season your chicken with nah, like, salt and, nah, salt yeah, and that's, pepper. That's, excuse me, as a white person, yeah. I identify as, that's very offensive. I don't care. Okay, we're gonna have to stop this broadcast. <laughs> no, I'm uh, I'm I know. So we're gonna move on to okay, the articles now. Let's move on to the articles. Three so articles. Our first article for today is um, one that's taken from. Uh, the link is in the description. I can't remember yeah. the article name. Sorry about that. But it's uh, about these two Muslim charities, um, Muslim Power, and Celebrate Mercy. Oh my God! I just we don't support communism. communism. <laughs> <laughs> so um, where they raised. $150,000 for the victims of the synagogue shooting. In America? Of course. Oh, I like how you say, I mean, of course. It's just a like shooting, Americans of course it's in America, man. Do you know, there's, there's actually been, like, uh, they've statistically said, like, every month at least two, 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 three shootings happen across the country. In America? Or here? Yeah, in America. Well, we don't, we have very tight gun, gun laws. We're not going to have shootings. We oh, have we'd have stabbings, in it? Yeah, we have yeah. knife crime epidemic. Um, Sorry, I get it mixed up sometimes. Yeah, it's cool. It? Don't it's worry. It's all death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, sorry about that. But yeah, um, so what they tried to do is they asked initially for... What are you looking at? I didn't realise there was a clock there. <laughs> sorry. I have told you this, like, every I know. week. Look, 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 do you want to press the bell? Nah, I'm just going right. to carry on. You're dumb. Of course I'm going to press the bell. So, uh... What they tried to do is the first they had a goal of 25k, but that got that got um, achieved in six hours, and so Jeez. they were like, "Yeah, okay, let's keep doing this. Let's milk them for all no, I'm joking. What they wanted to do is essentially um, raise up enough money to give to the families so they can be uh, fed, clothed, etc. Also, um, give money to pay for their funerals because Jewish people have their funerals straight after they die. I don't remember why, but I'm guessing this is Jewish tradition. So what they're trying to do is use that hundred fifty thousand dollars to uh, pay for the pay for the yeah pay for the victims. funerals, and then with anything they have left over, they plan to put that into a little fo- trust fund to s- support and fund any events or ideas that will bring all interfaith communities together. Definitely, I think that's really beautiful because, yeah. of course. The perception of Muslims in America is, is pretty harsh right now. So, mm. you know, especially even in, in England because of acid attacks so on and so forth. Yeah. But this really does change the kind of layout. It does show people that it isn't just that small minority that look make us look bad, but yeah. all Muslims look bad, you yeah. know. And Risky, feel free to give your two cents whenever you want about the articles, if you have anything to say. Yeah. It's not like Masum's forcing you to talk. Are you Masum? <coughs> No, I'm not forcing you to Risky, speak. Risky, it'd be very nice if you spoke. But we're not forcing yeah, you. Yeah, we're not. 
it's, it'd be nice if you drank your tea. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, um, help yourself to some bourbon creams as yeah. well, man. Um, 49p, value for money, as you said. Say that one Asian way. Yeah, that's it. Uh, it's probably going to give you a lot of diabetes. Should we go to the next article? Go for it, man. Um, so the next article is... Uh, so Ethiopia has elected uh, the first female president. Progress. Progress. Yeah. Uh, her name is Sa- Saleh Zouet. Um, Saleh Zou- Wok Zaid. Zaid. What is Z-E-W-D-E. Before I was interrupted. <laughs> um, so yeah, her name is Saleh Zwedi and she's the first female president of Ethiopia and she was originally an ambassador for the United Nations for her country, Ethiopia. Uh, is it? Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah, Ethiopia. Yeah, yeah, Ethiopia. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. You said Somalia. Like, this is like the, on the opposite side. I'm, yeah, that's lit. That's <laughs> jokes. Um, oh, my days. Uh, so carrying on. That's a bit jokes. <laughs> You're, like, you're the same. I'm a racist thing. now. You're, yeah, you're just basically right wing and like <laughs> uneducated. Um, nah, do you know I'm I'm not even too sure if it's on the on the opposite sides of each other now. Like if I'm thinking about, it. we'll Google it in a bit. But um, what's happened is she's focusing on women's rights. She's focusing on getting making sure people aren't discriminated mm, on their mm. class, sex, religion. Uh, so she's a very progressive leader in Ethiopia. She's actually the only female head of state in Africa, and that's a continent. Just to put that out there, as some people get that confused. Yeah, and so that, um, yeah, yeah, that's that's really it. Like she's really liberal. She's uh, trying to free the journalists who've been imprisoned for hate, hate speech. So she's trying to um, essentially free up the uh, democracy there and I'm make I'm a liberal. I'm just gonna state. actually Google where Ethiopia is. Yeah, yeah. I know it's near Eritrea. I know, but it's like. Oh wait, no, actually, I'm wrong, man. I'm completely wrong. I'm completely wrong. Where is it? It's uh, is it near Sahara? No, 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 no. It, it is where you said it was. It is near um, okay. it is near Somalia. It is near Somalia. I'm not a racist after all. Yeah, no, it's it neighbors Somalia and it, uh, near Djibouti as well. Djibouti. Djibouti. All right, so this actually leads on quite nicely to the next article, which is um, after the midterms, two new Muslim women were elected to to Congress. Congress. Yeah. Congress. Senate. Um, Ooh. Omar, Miss Omar Talib, and another lady, which I can't remember. That's not good. Would you like... Titi Lab. I can't, I can't pronounce it, that's why. Talib. Talib. Talib and Ilhan Omar became the first Muslim woman elected to Congress. And Congress, uh, for all of you people who like... Oh, there's a lot of people... going to drop that politics knowledge. Politics. So Congress is made up of the House of Representatives and... Uh, the Senate, so the House of Representatives are proportionally uh, represented, so they are voted in. And the Senate are meant to equally, they're meant to be an equal number of Senates to represent each state. So each state has two Senates and House of Representatives is just like, you're voted, they vote them in. So yeah, that's a very simple kind of blurry version of it. But that's that's what makes up Congress. Mm. And so, what I'd like to talk about is we're seeing all these women come into power, which is fantastic. And uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to show that they're trying to normalize um, having women in s- positions of authority. positions of power to help ease the um, social stigma of believing that women aren't can't be in power. So, um, I'd like to ask you lads here: What is the importance of having women in positions of power, and how does that benefit the society that we're in? Well, w- 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 just go for it, man. In would my, would you, would you like in my opinion, I think having women in 
uh, society in powerful places, powerful positions such as politics, uh, clearly indicates that they are doing something that what men are men used to oppose. But if you look back in time, like women were seen as housewives, you know, taking care of children. But look how times have changed. Uh-huh. Now women are working; they're allowed to work; they're allowed to vote, and that's a big impact on how what's being done in society. You, like you said, you know the two Muslim women that have been elected in progress? That's in America, right? Congress, yeah. Congress, sorry. But it is progress, isn't it? It is so progress. It exactly, all works. <laughs> so that's in America. And you can see how America uh, sees Muslims as like the community. They see them as minorities. Now, these two women in Congress is a big change for them. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I see that. 100%. I see that. Um, I think my opinion on it is... Due to how history, how how history has been portrayed by by humanity, very male, um, we've never actually the the intelligent females have never got recognition for their great work, um, and make it, allowing females to be in positions of authority goes to show it's it's the other half of our population which is female, you know, and it's important to know what women go through and the struggles that they have. Um, because it allows us to solve issues more effectively. So it's important to have them in these positions of authority because problems are solved from a different perspective. Of course, man. That's, um, I can't, I'll feel bad because I can't, I can't tell you 100% of what I'm trying to recall, but there's a book and it was about having, if we have more women in engineering and more uh, places of science and invention and uh, entrepreneurial states, we're more likely to have an increase, or well, we're not more likely. I don't, you know what? I don't know enough about this, so I'm not gonna say it. Ah, I respect that, man. Yeah. Cool. I'll, I'll have to research it and let you guys know later. Definitely. But yeah, it's so one thing me and Massim do, you know, we just when we don't actually know what we're gonna talk about, we just like kind of. There's n- there's no point of like yeah. pulling something out when then we, when when yeah. we don't know it yeah because then you're gonna be like excuse me you referred to the wrong book all right yeah. So yeah. yeah, we don't need to do. We don't need. It was that. Just a split second ago, we had to research where Ethiopia was. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. Oh, yo, we got five viewers. That's kind of lit. Hello, everyone. You're probably our usual five. How are you all? We doing? love you, by the way. You, <laughs> you are what sustain us. Okay. I do hope like we can do something for those five viewers one day. I know who those five viewers are. I'm gonna go to their house. I'm gonna make some good, good chicken and rice. Like you can even cook chicken. Can you cook chicken? Yeah. You you seen me eat chicken, cook chicken? No, I haven't. Oh, you not seen me cook it, but I've cooked it. Let's move on. Eggs. Benedict. Come back. Come back. Batch. Batch. Ah, damn it! Flopped it. Oh, that's kind of peak. So yeah, I feel like I'm suffocating. So we're gonna talk about the topic, which is how Muslims are perceived in society, but not necessarily just Muslims, but the perceptions of different people and that doesn't necessarily mean if you look different because it's also if you act different because i would say ash and i and maybe many of you who are watching have been treated differently because of the way you think and i think that's just as more that's just as or if not more important than your physical appearance because the person the type of person you are how people perceive that and make prejudices and act in discriminatory ways is something that we definitely have a conversation about it's not necessarily bad all the time because there's positive discrimination but it's a discussion that needs to be had nonetheless. Um, so we brought our friend Risky along. Uh, Risky, <coughs> you know, please into, you know, 
a little bit about yourself, mate. You know <coughs> what I'm saying? <coughs> There's nothing actually much to talk about me, you know. Oh, right, I like that. Yeah. All right. That's like a mystery. Okay, yeah. fair enough. That's Thank cool. Thank you, man. M- mystery is <laughs> first in the world. Yeah. The best intro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm joking. But um, how has being a Muslim, do you think, because I'm not sure if you were always religious. I, I don't know. Mm. I don't want to make that assumption on you. But um, do you feel like, as being a Muslim, like visual, visibly a Muslim, because of your brown skin, no, I'm joking. But probably because of when you're yeah, in Juba, Toki. Yeah, that's a joke. Moscow. Right? But, you can um, be Muslim and... You can be any race because Islam doesn't discriminate. Yeah, well, actually, the proper yeah. quote is that the, the only difference between a black man and a white man is the amount of good deeds that they commit. That's paraphrased, but that is. The but yeah, so do you think being a Muslim has uh, had an impact on living in Luton? Growing up Muslim, like I got, mu- uh, st- I have a strict, so strict uh, Muslim parents. Like my dad's very religious. He in within our community, he's a well-known person. Oh, yeah. He gives religious uh, advice. Even at work, my dad's the type of guy who gives dawah to non-Muslims. Uh, uh, and for people who don't know what dawah means, uh, could you elaborate on that, please? Dawah is some. It, I'm gonna simplify. Is teaching non-Muslims on topics of Islam and kind of. Il- oh, my mic not working. You can carry on speaking. Yeah. Fine. That was. <laughs> Thank you, Amir Bai. Arigato gozaimasu. How do you feel, man? You got blank. <laughs> Your senpai didn't notice you. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese. Yeah, uh, mate. Okay, carry on. Sorry. Oh, uh, what I was saying, that was something that Muslims give to non-Muslims. Uh, it's like giving them a brief teachings of what Islam is and sh- showing them that Islam is a peaceful religion. And it's helping them, guide them to s- a path. So that was when uh, a Muslim invites someone, yeah. a non-Muslim, to Islam. No, like invite if if a person's questioning their religion, rel- their faith, or what? they're in a struggle in life, a person might give them or a Dawah. book. Yeah. Okay. You don't actually have to give like a speech. You might as well just hand them a Quran if you, and tell them if you want to read it, you can. Oh, it's like pro- providing knowledge, like giving, spreading the yeah, knowledge. Yeah, it's actually okay. providing knowledge. Okay, awesome. Okay, so carry on. So your dad's a very religious man. Yeah. So um, how has that affected you? The, it affects me in a way like I'm not forced to wear like a to- uh, like a topi a or a jubba. I'm not I'm not forced like there was a traditional yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's traditional. It's I'm not, not traditional. I'm not too sure, but it's, it's just the style that it's they just wear. I don't I don't know too much about yeah. it. Okay, but Karen. Yeah. yeah, like I said, he's done for. But like in uh, within my house, yeah, we are like like daily like reading Quran. You know, having that good practice of being a Muslim. And praying five times a day, we need like as is necessary in a, in religion. And not only that, like when we need to follow our beliefs, you know, like the five pillars of Islam, and that's something that we need to take in life. Yeah, like if you see me in college, yeah, I'm not like a fully religious person. Like, yeah, I I'm not like the type of guy who's daily. Psst, praying you know sometimes i miss out fajr and that, that kind of uh, makes me guilty in a way i have a question for you then um um risky so how does this so this is the way you were brought up and how have other people's interactions with you affected this or uh, or is is did you not pre- don't you not do you not present yourself as "Quote unquote," a religious individual because people treat you differently, or because sorry, go on. 
Well, uh, to your question, I'm go- all I'm going to say is because from high school to college, I've been around different people, and mostly Muslims, mm-hmm. and like they, how they are raised up, how they are religious, like it's, it has impacted me in a way. It's just all I, I have gained knowledge on how they are as Muslims. Okay. Like the different I, lifestyles. Yeah, right, the yeah. different lifestyles. I have friends whose uh, parents are too uh, strict in religion, like, and I have parents who are less strict. It's like uh, unbalanced in most of my mm-hmm. friends, and mm-hmm. for me, that hasn't changed who I am. Okay, I'm just still the same. But if anyone uh, comes to me for advice, like my friends in religious aspects, I give them some sort of advice to what knowledge I know. Okay, so. All of this knowledge that you've been equipped with from birth, how your parents have raised you and how you present yourself as a Muslim, how does that look or how is that when you've interacted with someone outside of those communities? Because as you said, you were surrounded by Muslims, but on the off chance that you were surrounded by... I'm just going to fix my chair. You guys carry on talking. (laughs) On the off chance that when you meet someone who isn't Muslim or who isn't Asian or who isn't familiar with the Islamic culture, what sort of interactions happen there? Interactions would be like it wouldn't be l- like a long interaction. It would be like quite friendly interaction. They might ask uh, questions about Islam, you know, or how, mm. how, why do you do this? Why do you celebrate that? It'll be questions like that. And for them, I'll ask the same question. Mm-hmm. I got a friend uh, who's Hindu. I ask him questions like, "Oh, uh, you know, like to clear my doubt, uh, because I used to think they believe in like different gods or something." Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. I asked him, "Is this true?" But he clarified that no, it's different. It's like they're prophets and something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's the same thing with uh, vice versa. He asked me, "Oh, why do you guys celebrate Eid? Why mm. do you guys mm. uh, fast on Ramadan?" And that's a good thing. Okay, it's a good uh, connection to have people who are outside of the Muslim community to learn about their religion, their beliefs, and what. How That's very beautiful of you, man. Um, so a- as Muslims, we should seek to understand our own faith, but also understand other people's faith so we can integrate mm-hmm. in-, in the world uh, a lot more, especially as we're much more diverse. Diverse. Okay. I'm not saying that in a positive <coughs> way, I'm just saying it as a word. <laughs> no, okay, so let's talk about what we want to speak about then. Go for it, man. Throw it in. So uh, the perceptions of Muslims, right? Do you think the overall perception of Muslims in Luton are positive, negative, neutral? Oh, if you were to give a percentage to it. Yeah. If you were to give a percentage to uh, neutral, I positive. Feel, I, f- I feel like I feel like percentage is a bit hard. Like, no, but it's just it's like, not, it's, it's, it's to do hard. with more... Is it not? Oh, go for it. Uh, I would say I it's like easier. a 80% like of people who think Muslims as good people. The rest 20% think of them in a negative way. It's the 80-20 rule again, isn't it? All right, so... What we about did not plan that. He said that out of his own free will, okay? <laughs> this is <laughs> not... This is we, he did not be briefed before exactly, the interview. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this is Risky's own opinion. Yeah. Okay, so then um, what do you think... They, what What do they see? What is the 80% of good they see in the Muslims? And what is the 20% of the bad they see? Uh, 80% is the stuff that we do. Like as Muslims. If you just go down to Berry Park... We got plenty of uh, charities. Mm-hmm. We got like Islamic Relief, Crisis Aid. They are always advertising, saying, "Oh, we need to raise money for Syria and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And that kind of shows outside. Oh, these Muslims are raising money to help people, mm-hmm. and that's a good impact and that's a good uh, reputation to gain. And not only that, if you look at what Muslims are doing, they're not selfish. No one's like bad or 
that's the thing no one's bad yeah. i'm saying like just for now like i'm not saying no one's bad to a point where they tarnish the name of islam in listen yeah what about um <clears throat> the people who went and joined you know Ice, I, ice, those, those, those students, and uh, as well as you know, EDL kind of came from Luton, and, and uh, then quite a few terrorists were radicalized here as well. Yeah, and then we also have, um, you know, there was a time where the soldiers were coming, and there was a, a bunch of Islamic individuals. I'm going to call yeah. them extremists who actually being disrespectful to the soldiers. Yeah. So what I'm saying to that is those people were kind of, cor- like slowly corrupted okay. in, the, in the mind like i seen youtube channels like um where people show stories of people joining certain extremist mm-hmm. groups because they are kind of brainwashed on social media say, saying Groomed, these people yeah, yeah uh, these people are uh, dying you should come join mm-hmm. you should come join the fight and that's what led them to join mm-hmm. uh, the extreme extremist side but all i'm gonna say before all of that they were fine like they weren't corru- corrupted they weren't changed on how they think the world is it's just that they lost hope in the system like of how people perce- perceive islam and muslims as okay fair enough so that's quite an interesting point that's 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 a very i, I never heard that kind of perspective before um one thing that's really cool is could we argue that to avoid being corrupted like that, the aim is to to understand your faith. Because the, the, the because one could argue that them speaking to those radicalists are, are the reason why they were corrupted in the first place, because they couldn't distinguish between yeah. real Islam and false Islam. Could you say by integrating and questioning and understanding other faiths and speaking to honest, kind people, um, you can avoid that unnecessary corruption? You actually can avoid that. All I'm gonna say, you can avoid and prevent those people from joining and preventing radicalism. Obviously, is it fine if you just? I'm not uh, sure if anybody can hear you. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's like yeah. yeah, that's the mic. The way I am saying that you can prevent these is by how if a person is kind of confused on what Islam is and they think fighting in the wrong path is the right way, I would immediately help find help. I would at least take him to a mosque where a person can talk to him about what Islam teaches about fighting and how Islam is more about peace than more okay. about war. How do we find those people and how do those people find us? Or find you? We can f- actually find them in their behavior patterns in some ways. Okay, behavior patterns. So there's there's this issue of... So I'm just wa- I just want to kind of like puzzle the pieces together so we spoke about so far we spoke about uh, the perception of muslims right yeah so he's uh and uh, then we spoke about sorry i'm just gonna like just quickly, sp- spoke about the perception of muslims and we spoke about how certain in, um how there are good perception 80 percent of the perception of muslims are good 20 percent is bad and that's because of the individuals who are led astray mm-hmm. because they are slightly corrupt or they're lost or, or they've, they've lost hope in the system of I'm guessing the social institution. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Perhaps they've been um, misled by their religion as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what we've. Uh, or they misunderstood about. something. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could argue, be argued. Yeah, like they, they may have been like led astray by believing in their religion, but through a sort of neg. 
destructive interpretation of the um, yeah so we've got that and then, and then now we're talking about how to identify these lost muslims right right was there anything else you'd like to say i want to say um i want to once we do identify that i'd like to actually go back to the perceptions of 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 muslims muslim boys specifically in in the community i feel like how yeah, about, no, how about we go yeah, on to this yeah, first yeah of course that's what i said yeah, yeah. so Actually, yeah, go for it. How do you think Muslim boys are perceived? How do you perceive Muslim boys in Luton? That's kind. Of, that's wait, no. We can't just go into the. We we didn't even talk about the, <laughs> the how to identify those people. I feel like I feel like no, because we can save that for later. I feel like because with identifying lost Muslims, right, we have to understand how Muslims are perceived, so we can have an idea of what the typical Muslim. Okay, so we're gonna come is. back to that in solutions, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, because I'm guessing it's a, it's abnormal behavior that we need to watch out for right when we're yeah. trying to find these people because as we can all agree that most muslims are not like that so if we can understand what the no- normal natural typical muslim is and then through that having that standardized interpretation or a perception we mm. can find things that are abnormal to that perspe- perception and maybe get them up inshallah so that means uh if god wills yes. english direct translation um but yeah man go for it risky thank you thank you for educating everyone nice no, it's, mm-hmm. it's not a problem man Beautiful. We're all students and teachers, you know. Yeah. Oh, what was your question again? Like, so my know, question was the perception, the perception of Muslim, of Muslim boys. boys. That's quite a not so difficult in Luton. Not so difficult question to answer. In Luton, we got different types of, of course. boys. If from my personal perspective, because I came from Chony boys, if you just a lot of people really think of Choni boys as a whoever goes there did either destructive bad behavior, like they will cause trouble. But that's from from you, you know. Yeah. You went yeah. Choni boys. You're you know you're not, you're fine, man. You're not <laughs> yeah. destructive. Yeah, it's been it's quite a lot of people mm-hmm. misunderstand. Okay, but there are few boys not from Choni. I'm saying in Luton there are some who do have violent behavior and they are quite. Mis- not misunderstood they are quite how can I say misinformed on what are they doing it, because if you look around Luton they are either doing drugs do you know this uh, they are either um, involved in gangs and stuff like that uh, and you can say that's mostly from majority in mostly Asian communities most boys okay. are from the Asian communities mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. in those gangs and doing uh, knife crimes and uh st- Involved in dr- drugs. Do you mean do you mean most people involved in gangs are part of the Asian community, or do you mean most people in the most boys in the Asian community are involved in gangs? Most Asians boys are mostly in gangs. And when we say Asian, we don't mean necessarily Indian Oriental, but do you mean the Pakistani Bengali community? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because predominantly in we're Luton, for in Luton mm, we're yeah. predominantly mm. Pakistani Bengali. Um, okay. We're very diverse, of course, Just but. So, <laughs> very diverse. We've got to throw that in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, would you say that the majority of those boys are Muslim? Because probably I would I would want to say because for me that's I've, quite I sorry go on. I was just gonna say that's quite counter to Islam, isn't it? Yeah, it is. But I was actually gonna go on to that. Okay, because I've been to I went to uh, an engineering college before I actually went to Luton Sixth Form College. Um, to a place called a place in Houghton Regis, and everybody was predominantly white there. I was actually among the f- my year group. I was probably the second Muslim boy there. 
and a mm. lot of them even my other friends in <laughs> even from my, I, I know individuals who perceive muslim boys as very destructive uh, because well i actually had this experience where a bunch of these muslim boys would go to the mosque and they'd be very impolite to non-believers people who weren't uh, muslim and that gives them a very bad reputation of course guys we should take individual we should take these behaviors individualistically like if someone's rude but they identify under a banner or a group you should look at them as an individual rather than that they're this they're a part of this group and we tarnish the whole entire name but what my friend said to me was ash you are a lovely human being but why is it that the rest of these boys are rude so this individual was actually um gay and he was bullied uh by a lot of muslim boys for being gay um and he views islam he doesn't dislike Islam because that perception was changed by me and another friend of his, uh, mine. But overall, he was he feels that he kind of questions all the time. He wonders why is it that Islam teaches peace, but then just because I'm gay and that's not my choice, he's being bullied by these group of Muslim boys. Sorry, that was really long-winded, but yeah. I didn't know how to get around that. The tea leaves leak through. What? Yeah, man, there's tea leaves in my in my. Cup. Oh, really? That's good. Don't worry. It's good. More L-theanine in your bloodstream, which reduces, uh, increases serotonin, and reduces cortisol. Ash is just better than everyone. <laughs> I, He's so knowledgeable. You. Thank you. I love him. I love it. But yeah, my question is: I had a, I had a gay friend. He was bullied by Muslim for, uh, Muslim individuals or Muslim boys who claim to be Muslim, and he's wondering: Islam teaches peace, but then these people aren't peaceful. What do we do? How do we deal with that? To deal with a situation like that, first of all... What are your thoughts on it, number one? <coughs> first of all, you need to see the boys who bullied that okay, person. Yeah. Because those boys, yeah, they're going to mosque, which is so much contradicting the reason why they're going to mosque mm-hmm. and why they go, why are they going in the first place. Mm-hmm. And them uh, kind of giving homophobic insults or to that person is so is not right. Mm-hmm. And that goes against our teaching, even even though homophobia no, is haram. homosexualism. Yeah, yeah that's wrong. Yeah. It, it should teaches us to show respect to them, even though they're different, mm, mm, mm. because they're human yeah. beings. Yeah, yeah, they're human beings. But all I'm gonna say, them saying these um, homophobic insults is actually got physical as well. Yeah, it's created. Sorry, we got physical. Like, we got physical. Yeah, we got bullying him. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It got to a point where. Oh. It just kind of had to be stopped. That's, I was that's just like, not very peaceful, oh. man. Yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> okay, well, so yeah, I would say, from my experience, that's quite a natural, typical idea in most people's minds. I went to Denby. You know, we just tend everyone at high school. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a uh, very uh, very Asian school as well. Similar to Chinese boys, maybe less. So when we say Asian, we mean predominantly predominantly Pakistani and Bengali. Yeah, yeah. if, 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 if you're Pakistani. from Luton, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. There, uh, this is for that one viewer. He's not in it. He's in Saint Albans or something. Um, <laughs> but um, okay. yeah, so I I feel like those homophobic thoughts, uh, like yeah, homophobic ideas, they were naturally just in their minds already. And I feel like while. I disagree. Like, I mean, I, I myself, I don't think I'm not a homophobic person. I, I, I believe, you know, if you're gay, mm. do whatever you want, and it's your body. But I do think that due to the sort of the belief in Islam that homosexuality is wrong, that has then led on to homophobic thoughts. Now, how can we con- contain these two conflicting thoughts? Because you have to give, like, logically deducing it, you can tell that homosexuality is wrong. Therefore, homo- homosexual people 
are bad. Do you know, it's 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 a very primitive line of logic, but it's we can it's understandable. So um, how can we sort of tackle that? Also, sorry, um, uh, go for it, Risky. Yeah. First of all, I would have to kind of disagree with you on some point yeah, because uh, their de- homophobic views are not created because are not created or came to their mind due to their sense of. Uh, knowing that homosexuality is wrong in Islam. Um, yeah. What I'm saying is, they, those homophobic views are created because of what the, what the people they are surrounded by. And, the, and they are surrounded yeah. by other Asian uh, boys and girls. Not only, uh, I'm not going to target Asians, they are surrounded by other people who have these same, same homophobic views. Mm-hmm, and of course. you can see why they uh taking those views and uh, certainly attack the person Yeah, of course, course Yeah, so Okay So we understand that there are Toxic mindsets And toxic mm. behaviours And there's different perceptions yeah. So now <laughs> How can we go about Reducing some of those issues? I have a solution Go for it, man um, So number one We've got to identify A lot of people, right um, When you're When you I, I, I personally look at things From an individualistic perspective I look at the individual Not where they're from But when an individual comes from a household where they're not giving enough affection or they feel angry or they can't express their emotions with clarity, what happens is they take that out on other people without uh, really realizing the, uh, the consequences of the actions. So I feel like the boys that were doing what they did was, number one, they could have either been bored or I know, mm, one, mm, of the, mm. I know one of them actually did have a kind of bad home life and he didn't really know how to express his emotions because I spoke, you know, I spoke to them. Um, but... Because he didn't know how to express his emotions, anything that he felt was morally wrong, he would kind of go and use that as a way to feel good, it, feel good and express his dislike yeah. towards okay. it in a very aggressive way. Uh, the way to avoid that, I'd say, like Risky spoke about in the past, um, open yourself up to, if you don't want to be a racist, if you don't want to be discriminated against and, uh, and you want to have a greater perception and see why people may treat Muslims in a negative manner. We need to, as Muslims, we need to go out of our way to understand different perspectives of the world, because I, I think, think that will it'll 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 allow us to understand. Okay, I'm going to act like this as a Muslim because that's what my Creator tells me to do, but I also will respect the other individuals' views because that's how they live their life. So going out purposely exposing yourself to different cultures because you may live in Luton and maybe diverse, but how much do you know about other faiths? Uh, I think that's a solution. So, um, num- simple terms. Ooh, goddamn. Uh, simple terms. Expose yourself to different cultures. I'd, I'd also like to add to that. Um, not only expose yourself, but expose your other Muslim friends to these cultures as well. Because mm. a very, I, I could already hear it now in some of the viewers' uh, minds. Is would be something like, what if they don't wish to expose themselves? Wow. And there are a lot of people who are very close-minded to opening themselves to new experiences, and that's perfectly natural, perfectly normal. You know, change is scary. So what I would urge uh, people who are open to changing their minds, who are quite religious and who do have friends who have these beliefs and views, is to be that mediator. So be that person who brings in this conflict, well, yeah, conflicting ideas to them and help them rationalize their positions. Because as you can see, discrimination is not a perfect leg to stand on it's very difficult to justify your discriminations Ooh, so yeah, question your why you are yeah so what, what you should do is um i'm not saying it's your responsibility but i feel like if you do want to reduce this uh, perception of muslims of being hateful or rude is to you know educate your fellow brothers and sisters muslim brothers and sisters because you know we are all like the ummah uh the ummah is the community of islam or muslims sorry 
lot. You look at all the facts, man. But um, so what you should do is you try. You should try to educate and open their experiences too. And that will always be beneficial for when you're trying to create a cohesive society. Because once we're open and we want to accept everyone, we'll start to actually accept more people. I've seen it in college already where. In Luton Sixth Form, it's a very diverse place. And when I say that, I mean, it's not just lots of different people, but lots of different people mixing together. That's really good. So I can see a lot of Muslim friends, Muslim people who have become more accepting after meeting new people of different faiths, sexualities, genders, etc., etc. Yeah, and, and you don't like go in there with the mindset of like, oh, they're going to try and change me. You choose to change yourself. Nobody's going to force to change you. You know where I'm coming from? Nobody yeah. can change you. Because no, that is a very deeply rooted thing people only change when they choose to change the sovereignty of the individual that's it sovereignty means uh, freedom power over yourself sovereignty means power ultimate power ultimate over power yourself. Over yourself. risky man so um, is there anything else that you'd like to add before we yeah. kind of start to close up by yeah, the way yeah I would like to add something like uh, Masim said in college yeah I do have friends who are very close minded about because they were in a high school for five years with all Asians and like not much of a diverse oh, community mm-hmm. and once they got into college they were quite open minded because as you can see there's different people with different uh, ways they act how who they are really mm. and because they were close minded now they're slowly kind of accepting oh this is college we can't we can't do anything about it because that's mm. who they are mm. and that's a good thing because they're not showing hateful uh messages or they're not showing hateful behavior towards certain people for who they are and mm. because it's um college and they were like okay let's be respectable mm. and having that respect is a good way 100%, of man. having 100% respect a good society we do have a bit of time left don't we we've got 30 minutes 30 okay so i'd actually like to talk about one thing um Educate so colleges where or high schools where it's predominantly Asian, I think to get rid of the bad perception of any kind of group of people. So don't as parents I think we should send children to diverse schools. Like I know Denby or well, uh, Denby was uh, highly Asian uh, it, before it used to be a very w- white populated school, but because all you know. What would happen is white parents may feel that they don't want their children around this or I'm not saying white people in general, but certain specific individuals may not want their children around another group of people. And what this does is you're not allowing different cultures to mix naturally in an environment where it's allowed to happen. Education and high school is a very good place. I went to Ignald personally. I went to Ignald High School, right? And I'm just going to throw that out there. And that was a very diverse school when I went there in year seven. Uh, because there were a variety of type of people and it wasn't just predominantly one group of people but what's been happening over the years is it's become the population has become more asian but that's because a lot of white parents or parents who have white children send their school students to places like limana and what that does it creates a divide and you don't want that because it stops these cultures from meeting in a peaceful environment and high schools are a very good place where cultures can mix in a in a in a calm environment because there's other mm. institutions like football tennis uh, media where people can bond over mm, while definitely. also exp- talking about their faiths etc etc so yeah um that, i think that's an issue i think that's what is that's a, that's a factor that yeah. contributes to a bad perception <clears throat> and risky i have a question for you as well actually for both everyone here do you feel like the boys or girls or just muslim people in general when they do have these rude views or hateful views do you think they are quite 
well versed in their religion. No, they're not. They're actually not because, first of all, if they are presenting these hateful views like on a daily basis, you can clearly see that. Oh, first of all, they are not accepting to what society is giving to them. Like if if a person goes in town and sees a uh, per, per a certain group of individuals doing what they and they give a hateful view or a comment. That's actually quite disrespectful, mm-hmm. in a way. You shouldn't do that. But for what I'm going to say is, it depending on what who they are, really. Because I can't just judge old people to say that they are fully bad people. Mm-hmm. In because you can say that, like previously mentioned, that they could be uh, had bad bringing up at home, like family issues, stuff like that. So can we use Islamic teachings to reduce the perception of this this twenty percent negative perception of Islam? Sort of. I swear okay. that it says in Islam, um, Allah created people differently for people to understand each other and to get to know each other, so they can enjoy. Fifteen minutes. Sorry. Um, enjoy the creation of the Lord. So like, I, I don't yeah, know, I, don't yeah know. Like, I remember reading that somewhere. Um, so difference is good. And mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, Variety is the spice of life That's everyone. it, that's <laughs> it guys Difference is good because when you're different uh, We should go out of our way to understand why we're different um, And embrace that difference Rather than saying let's have one one thing You know, Nature's beautiful because it's different man mm-hmm. you know? It's like that tree That tree was weird man It was like it was, gradient, it was ed gradients Leaves like red to yellow in each leaf It's crazy It's different yeah, and we can appreciate the differences in nature. So why can't we appreciate the differences in people? Yeah. Uh, do you know there was this political uh, dude? I think his name was Herder. I don't know his full name, but I know his name is Herder or Hader or Hayden. I don't know. It's Herder, and he talks about how each culture, each different culture, represents the spirit of humanity, and what we have the potential of becoming. So the Japanese culture is a reflection of what a human being could become. The Islamic culture is a, a representation of uh, what the human being could, could become. So different cultures represent different spirits, uh, spirits or attitudes or mindsets that we can hold and manifestate inside ourselves, which I think is really beautiful. And that should be celebrated. Differences. 100%. Man. Yeah, things like mosque open days like mm. where, or just one pl- building where different people from different religions, cultures in there talking like not like lectures, just interacting with other people. Are there mosque open days in Luton? Uh, I think there was a few mosque open days. Do you think young Muslim boys or young Muslims? Sorry, I apologize. Mm. Are willing to change their perception? A majority of them. Or do you feel like people are willing to challenge their discri- discriminatory views? I I would. That's a question for everyone. I would say no. Okay, because um, I don't mean any harm or any offense when I say this, but when I'm I am offended, n- just nah, because, because uh, I've I've got I've got like, I would say like Islam in general is an ultra conservative religion. It's it's just naturally conservative because you're quite calm, reserved, you know, and it's a very communal way of thinking. So when like when I've spoken to my religious friends, they are very like, they're accepting, in the sense that. You know, you do your thing, I'll do mine. But they, I w- I've not met a Muslim who is 
like on his dean who's willing to change his perspective perspectives on certain things like anything regarding their religion they would they'd be very clung they will cling in onto the ideas and values that are passed down from the ulamas and mm. the teachings so i would say but if it's a discriminatory view <clears throat> well it would be it'd be it'd be like how fundamentalist christians are where they hate the sin not the sinner so they would never change how they feel about the sin they may accept the people and i think that's more than enough that's okay. cu- but that's quite contradictory in what society is doing what do you mean like all right i'm talking from personal experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. during the time that the uh, manchester bombing happened like when there was a concert or something yeah, right Ariana yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Ariana during the after that couple of weeks after that i was just at tesco's like as this was me at tesco's at personal shopping mm-hmm. and this lady who was non-muslim that you can clearly see she dropped uh something from the aisle i went to pick it up and put it back like mm-hmm. and just say put it back right she actually called me a filthy muslim mm-hmm. oh raw really yeah that rem- okay yeah but why did was i didn't take it too personal or yeah. i don't want to make a big issue out of it mm-hmm. because it might yeah. take long and stuff it's just <laughs> man's got beef <laughs> isn't it <laughs> it's just that people have different ways of mm-hmm. what they are shown and what they are seen mm-hmm. it's like you said because you think yeah the like you should hate the sin or what hate the sin, the, hate the sin not the sinner yeah, yeah it's quite it's the opposite of what happened to me Oh they hated the person. Yeah. Yeah yeah of course. Yeah. You didn't even commit the sin. Yeah. Yeah. Is it Yeah, I know I know yeah. I completely agree that's that's yeah. wrong that's the wrong way to go about it. You should treat everyone as an individual. Yeah. Uh you should look at them as the person not as yeah. the representative of the entire group. Should we yeah. uh, let's, let's this is actually a very beautiful conversation. Um should we uh what do you call it? I really really appreciate Risky actually yeah. giving your perceptions because your views a lot of views that I didn't actually I personally for a lot lot more people dislike Muslims in Luton than the opposite way around. That was just my personal maybe view. Maybe you just hate Muslims. <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> man, maybe. Um, um how could we then you know round uh, how, how would you round everything up man? How would you put it put it to <coughs> Muslim? I apologize for not being able to identify. Actually, you know what? We've got 10 minutes. We've got 10 minutes. Can we revisit identifying the lost Muslims? Hmm? The lost Muslims. So when That's he, like, like, as like in Muslims people who are lost, lost, who are lost in their cult of faith, they don't know who to turn to, and I kind of feel like that. Don't join ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, no, but um, yeah. So you said that they have very typical or very identifiable yeah. um, behavior yeah, yeah. patterns. Oh, those are actually <coughs> like you know when people who are shutting them out from society as well, from the parents, mm-hmm. from friends, not even mostly common college or, mm-hmm. or going school. It's like when they have violent tendencies. Those sort of people are the ones hey, who <laughs> don't shoot off another school. <laughs> yeah. Those are the sort of people who would actually go towards um, doing something extreme and stuff, or doing something violent. So if they've shot everyone off, how can we find them? we can we can see by what they're doing you know like slowly okay if there's a person in college who's not interacting with friends he's like a person who's lonely mostly walks around college and if someone just bombs into him he uh, gets aggressive <laughs> those are people like you can say they're misunderstood like some like if it's personally from us or some people from outside they'll say oh he's got a mental illness 
But you can't always say mental illness for everything. You can say there's something bothering him. Okay. Yeah, 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 of yeah. course, of course. Because right. if you look at past records, he may be a normal person who used to interact with everyone. Yeah, but it's just... If, if I go up to someone, because that yeah. requires to be perceptive, right? Mm. If I go up to someone and be like, oh man, you know, are you right? And he's just like, and he gets angry and he tells me to go away. I'm not going to stand there. Yeah, because I'm not going to stand. I would be afraid of the negative reaction. Because yeah. mm. that put me off. So would you say to do that for people in your own area, as in people like you go class with? Yeah, mostly people in your own who like, are close to you. Yeah, who you who you know. S- not not only know who you see like in your classes stuff like that. Okay. But if it's people you don't know, you don't want to really uh, put them in a the wrong side or go on the bad side. Okay. And let them harm it, you or you harming them. Okay. Okay. So that's not necessarily specific in the sense that it's just people who have been socially rejected right which is which happens a lot it's not them being socially rejected they are rejecting society yeah they're rejecting society ah i don't have an opinion on that yeah i don't i don't know what to say because uh i don't know anyone who's joined isis but i know there are people in luton who have but you know, know, like you said, there's, if you look at news articles of people from Luton joining ISIS, mm-hmm. if you look at them, you can see you might have... Some of them are A-grade students, which is crazy. Yeah, you know those yeah. three girls. Yeah. Mm. Um, interestingly enough, um, my dad knew their father. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 um, did they have those sort they of were really. What's really interesting about them is they... W- I, I don't know them personally, but they were intelligent, intelligent individuals. But what happens is, if you don't have the capability of questioning what is wrong and what is right, Five minutes. you won't, you won't ever, you will more likely be manipulated. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Because just because you're a smart student, a star student, doesn't mean you're an, in, doesn't mean you're a strong, strong individual. Being a strong individual means being able to say no and being assertive. To things that are go against your compass, it's just like principles. It's just like how we spoke about last week. When you see evil, you don't don't let it happen. Don't let it fester. Mm. You should be taking responsibility for everything you do and making sure that when something happens, you feel it's wrong. Yeah, put your foot d- down. To d- try and take accountability <coughs> for your actions. Take accountability for yourself. Really. Yeah. Should we? Um, yeah, let's round up. Yeah, man. All right, man. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you, right. man. I appreciate oh, it, bro. Very grateful, you know. Oh, Massam, do you know? Thank you for just, you know what, being just beautiful human. Thank you for existing, man. Oh, man. You're a beautiful human. I really being, appreciate you, know you telling I me about like you, the timing or yeah, whatever the, was inside the, the, the uh, LTNI. 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 I did. You know what, man? It's just you know I might just uh, these aggressive tendencies. You know what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh man, there's a mess under here now, man. No, look what you've done. <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. So uh, just around. Don't need to lie. Just just around off. That's why there's a desk here. You know. All right. Just a round off. People who are rejecting society and who are lashing out are people we need to have a look at, especially if they're Muslim, because they're more likely to join ISIS. Because you have to be Muslim to join ISIS. Why are you whispering this? This is not AMSR. Um, we should uh, do uh, as Muslims. We need to not only expose ourselves to different cultures and uh, communities, cultures. Anything different, really, because the Luton's so diverse. Same thing for individuals who are not Muslims, you know, expose yourself yeah, to... Yeah, of course. Yeah, anyone, anyone close-minded, I would say. Basically, question your discrimination, man. Question why you have like, that hatred yeah, well, inside like, you. Why do I hate the Jews, man? Just like, ask yourself that. Exactly. Um, Though I, I don't hate the Jews. Yeah. Just we like, have Jewish friends. Oh, I do anyways, but yeah. 
I, I don't even think Jews live in Luton. They do. <laughs> they, yeah, do. They, do. they do. They yeah. do. Yeah. That's Joe. Okay, don't like, be racist. Come on, man. Oh, no, I thought, they all, got, I thought that they all got driven out. Never mind. They, well, Berry Park used to be a Yeah, Berry Park Jewish used to be very Jewish. All right. And then, um, yeah, that's to anyone, anyone who's willing to, who has discriminatory beliefs, you should always question that. Um, what you should also do is make sure that your friends who are quite close-minded and not willing to put them outside of that and expose themselves, you should expose them because you need to have make sure that, well, no, I, I don't want to put any responsibility on you. You know what? This is just a piece of advice I'd love to give. You should... <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. Just if you feel that you need to, that you want Muslims to be perceived as someone who, people who are open, accepting and loving, I feel as if to do that, having your friends who are also Muslim to uh, exhibit the same sort of behavior that you wish to see. So trying to expose them to the same cultures that you've found, it would always be helpful. And um, be good on your deen, man. Like research your religion, read up on it, understand the uh, intricacies and how to be in a very multivariate society where people are different and how to deal with those differing views. Uh, go and for all these non-Muslims who are watching as well, uh, there are plenty of Muslim open days. I'm sure if you just search for it online, the Discover Islam in in town. I oh, don't there's know. an Islamic center as well in Bury Park, uh, which you can go to to learn about uh, Islam too. We'll leave all the links in the descriptions below. Yeah, of course, as always. Um, and thank you. Is there anything else before? I yeah, that's it. All right, okay, thank, thank you. Thank for you very much uh, for watching. Those watching. five viewers, we love you. You're dear to our hearts. Okay. As of before, I was rudely interrupted. Uh, uh, wow, thank you, you for watching. So triggered, man. Okay, cool. Uh, well, look, why are you interrupting me again? Man? I'll interrupt you. Nah, man. Look, shut up. <laughs> why? That's okay, so rude. Me, I need to be on your up. dean, please. I need to, can, you just, can I close up, please? <laughs> I love you, Masa. I don't. Don't worry. I One way love is the best type of love. Uh, okay. Anyway, um, the best type of love thank you for watching. Uh, we're listening to Inspire FM. You mean a cup of tea? Remember to follow us on Instagram and um, Facebook. If you use Facebook, uh, uh, you know, remember our phrase of the week is variety is the spice of life. So make sure you're meeting lots of different people and trying to appreciate the spice. But yeah. Oh, we, we've got someone here saying, hello, hello. Am I catching the loss of the live screen? Who is Thank you so much, you know, for the comments, man. We appreciate I think it. <laughs> is that Alicia? I don't yeah, know. I was going to say. But, but yeah, thank you for everyone for watching. Yeah, man. We appreciate, appreciate that. It. Thank you for the last comments as well. And uh, that's it. Source. Is that it? Yeah, pretty much. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.